You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. I've ever had a chat with uh, alpacas. Anyway, what about you, Pete Weatherburn? This place smells like a zoo, Decker. It does, actually. <laughs> yes, it does. But anyway, I thought it was somebody else. But it, obviously the animals. No, I'm not joking. Uh, yeah, but they're lovely, gorgeous, huggable uh, animals, alpacas there from South America. What do you make of those animals then, Pete Weatherburn, our vet? Uh, it, I, I have to say I'm ambivalent about them because they seem to me like kind of slightly highly strung beasts who are probably better happier happier not better out on a hillside or a field rather than in a little radio studio but yeah there you go um uh, uh, well we were very careful um about them and we right up to the minute we hadn't actually decided whether they come in or not just to see at the stress level i don't think i really know alpacas well enough i don't often see them in my consult room <laughs> but it seems the, the people who are with them um they seem to have a very good uh, kind of affinity with them and they seem to understand them and um you know um they seem to you know like them or love them or yeah, you know very much so so I'm, I'm, in, I'm intrigued by them I have to say I need to know more yeah. well it's um, Pete Weatherburn our vet uh, Pete has a practice on Old Connor Avenue in Bray and a website called PeteTheVet.com and you were telling me about that story in was it the United States of somebody transporting mm. animals and you considered that the alpacas come from uh, the Andes in Peru mm. um, what about animals generally transporting them but this um, particular transportation had tragic consequences yes um, there are very strict regulations on how animals can be transported but people have been air, airline passengers especially have been kind of bending the rules and taking their pets inside the cabin and having them beside them you know in in, in um, beside all the passengers just sitting on a seat beside them so what happened was a French bulldog was being transported in this way so it was in its carrier carrier um, cage which it had to be one of these you know these slightly collapsible fabric type of cages and um, the regulations to that particular airline are that if you have an animal like that it has to be able to fit underneath the the passenger seat in front of you, you know, in that in that sort of recess there, and this cage was a bit too big for that. So the flight attendant insisted that instead of it staying there, um, the dog and its cage had to be put in the overhead locker. And what happened then was, for the duration of the flight, the dog could be heard, heard, heard barking inside the locker. And then towards the end of the flight, the dog stopped barking. And then when the flight had landed and they opened the overhead locker, they found the dog's dead body there. So. It's an appalling situation, and it was clearly a mistake by a number of people involved, um, and um, with terrible consequences for the dog. I mean, it's, it's obvious that that shouldn't have happened. Anybody who knows anything about transporting animals should realise that you have to have an, um, they have to have enough space that they can stand up and turn around, and they have to have enough air space so they can breathe comfortably, um, and um, they have to be kept reasonably cool too. So. Inside the, the, the overhead locker, the dog would have not had enough oxygen, um, would have overheated, um, and it would not be able to move. So everything was wrong. Um, so just a really unfortunate combination of circumstances that led to, to that. Right. It's bizarre that you would put an animal into the overhead locker, though, isn't yeah, it? It's just stupid, really stupid. So I'm sure legal legal things will follow this, this event. Um, but, I mean, the, the main message for, for, for people is... 
just be sensible when you're transporting your animals. Now, obviously, that sort of that, that sort of situation was a complete one-off. That's not going to happen in this country at all. But a similar thing which might happen would be somebody on a reasonably sunny day like today might be travelling a short journey, and they might think, "I'll just put my 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 dog in the boot of the car," and they might hear the dog barking a bit while they're in the boot of the car and not think anything of it. And then they get to where they're going, and they might open the boot and find their dog dead in the boot. And I've heard of that. I've witnessed that actually happening in this country. So you know, um, the message is, is is relevant to us in that way. You have to be very very cautious about how you transport animals, especially in warmer weather. Yeah. Um, what about the general baskets and cages and things like that? They're okay for a short time. I suppose some dogs get used to it or cats get used to it if they're brought around in their basket with the grill on the front or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I think I think um, there can be a stress for the animal if they're not used to it at all. So, um, in general, if you're going to be travelling with an animal inside a container, it's good to, to, to make that container a part of their normal life beforehand. So in other words, with a cat, what you might do is just have your cat carrier in your house, on the ground, with the door open or the door taken off, um, and maybe put some of your cat's treats inside it and so on, and a nice comfortable bed, and then your cat will then get used to it being there, and they'll get used to the object as being something which not, isn't something to be frightened of. And then when you eventually transport them in it, it won't be so bad for them. And the same could apply to dogs, do you know? Same sort of thing. Have a carrier. If you're going to use a carrier, have it in the home so they get they get used to it. Right. Don't surprise them on you know. No. On a, we're going off to Kerry, and it's going to take seven hours to get there. And, <laughs> and here, here's the thing I've introduced you to. No? Yes. Yes. No. You have to remember that they 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 just like us. They're prone to being frightened of strange things, and and they can get quite panicky, and it can leave them with emotional scarring, which um, isn't just theoretical. It can mean that some dogs are absolutely terrified of going into cars because they had one bad experience and that then makes their life very difficult and it makes your life very difficult as well so a bit of planning in advance and a bit of um, getting animals used to situations is worth an awful lot and say you have to bring a dog on an airline I mean what is the procedure from airlines um, I would always say contact the airline, but they generally have got strict regulations about what you're allowed to do. So, for example, it would be quite rare in this country for people, to, for, for people to take their pets on airlines at all. And so, you know, um, you certainly wouldn't be able to have the dog um, in the... In the um, passenger area with you, the dog would be travelling in the hold. But even then, not all airlines will actually allow you to do this. It's far easier and far more standard um, on other ways of travelling, such as ferries. So, for example, there's a new ferry that's been set up from Cork to Salamanca in uh, Spain, and they, it's a pet-friendly ferry, so you, you, you can actually take your, your dog into the, the main bit of the ferry where, you know, where you're wandering around and where the passengers are, and you can take the dog into your, into your um, bedroom there and it's, it's just it's, dogs being made a part of the whole journey and I think that's great but that would be the ideal way to travel with your pet Alright, okay good to see you as always Pete Thank you, Thanks very much indeed uh, What a treat you had today now <laughs> South American animal in yeah, you, The smell's clearing a bit now thank goodness A little bit isn't well, it? What's that pile of dung in the corner? <laughs> <laughs> There's not. They were very well behaved. Pete Weatherburn, our vet from Bray Vet and O'Connor in Bray and also PeteTheVet.com is the website.